Okay, so we are getting involved now in discussing Prishus, and he told us that it means making yourself holy by separating and avoiding and distancing things, even if they're allowed. The Torah says they're allowed. Hashem doesn't say you can't do it, or you can't have it, or you can't eat it. He says, but stay away from it anyway. He says, the idea here is that anything that could result in, um, you know, it could be, not, it's not the immediate result is not negative. But the down the road, the result, it, could, the, it will cause something negative, even though right now it's not actually causing anything. And all the more, and all the more so since it's, 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 it's actually, it's itself is not negative at all, okay, you must distance yourself and separate from it, okay, if you want to acquire this character trait. So, I mean, as opposed to in the past, we, we've discussed trying to stay away from things that are negative, things that are harmful, things that are spiritually harmful, negative character traits. This is now you're saying it's something which itself, you look at it, and it's not harmful. Okay, there's nothing meaning, meaning it itself doesn't, isn't really a problem. But this is having a little bit more of a longer term outlook and, and recognizing, however, this, if, you know, it says, it says, King Solomon says, It says, a wise person has to have their eyes in their head. I mean, you keep your eyes open. And you, you, can't, you can't just live from second to second. You see that actually there's a, there's a cause and effect. And this could actually lead down the road to something, even though right now it's not so bad, down the road it could lead to something quite negative. It says if you think about it, you will see that there are actually three levels when it comes to um, things that we need to stay away from. He says there are first of all, there are the things that are prohibited by the Torah. Those are you know, actual negative commandments. Okay, um, the mitzvahs themselves, that's number one. Number two, there are the fences and the decrees which are to protect us from that, which our sages set up um, for the entire Jewish people, meaning that's the idea of rabbinic law. Rabbinic law sort of creates a fence, pushes us back away from getting too close to doing a, a breaking a Torah prohibition. That's the second level. And he says, but there are, um, there's a third level, which there are, um, there's an idea that you have to, that every single person, and every single parush, everyone who wants to um, grow in this area, in this character trait, okay, has to actually make for themselves certain fences, has to distance themselves from certain things, which means you have to go into that which is allowed and build a fence for yourself there, which is to say that there is something which itself is permitted, and it's not, and it's not, it's not forbidden to the whole Jewish people, but you still, you, you set a fence for yourself not to do that in order that you will stay away from any sort of negative consequence which um, could happen. So this may be, the, I think, part of the reason why he's saying that each individual is because each individual is different and each individual has different challenges. And therefore, a person, if a person knows in a particular area that it's very challenging for them, so then that's an, an indication that in that area is where you need to start making fences for yourself. I Meaning, even though the Torah doesn't forbid something, even though the, the, the sages didn't forbid it, is that there's still room for you as an individual to know that this is a difficult area for me and I'm therefore going to make a fence. Um, we'll see as we go further, get clarity about what, with some examples of this and how exactly it works. So I remember um, years ago, my very first trip that I took when I, when I was, had first come to South Africa, and I took a group of university students on an Israel trip to go and travel and to, and to learn in Israel. It was a Jewish outreach trip. And um, there was a, a particular guy on that trip who was from Cape Town. And when we came back, um, so he went back to Cape Town, 
and we didn't we don't have an Asia Torah branch in Cape Town, so there wasn't really opportunity for us to follow up with the people from Cape Town, which is why we stopped accepting people from Cape Town eventually. Um, but this guy, so he went back to Cape Town, and I actually had no idea that the trip had any impact on him whatsoever, except that I called him a couple weeks after he got back, and I was very surprised to hear him say, Rabbi, in the course of our conversation, he said, I gave, I, my, I gave up my favorite food. I said, really? What's your favorite food? He said, calamari. He said, there's great calamari in Cape Town. I love calamari. I eat all the time. He says, but the one thing I took on when I come back is I'm not going to eat calamari anymore. No more, no more calamari. And I'm, I have such a hard time. I'm struggling, you know, and it's so difficult for me. I was like, wow, you know, that's, that's really amazing. So, you know, a person, if a person's trying to give up calamari and it's hard for them, so, you know, if you, so you maybe have to make a fence for yourself. So maybe if there's like, I have no idea, I don't know, but let's say there's, there's a strip on the, on the beach near on the boardwalk in Cape Town and they have the calamari shops there. So you know what? So you can make a fence for yourself and you can say, I'm not going to walk there. I'm not going to walk there. Does the Torah say you can't walk past the calamari shop? No, nowhere does it say. Do the sages say that it's forbidden to walk past the um, non-kosher food? No, they don't say that. You're allowed to walk down the street. But maybe for yourself, you want to take something which is permitted, I'm allowed to walk here, but I know that if I keep, if I walk by the calamari place and I smell the calamari frying in there, whatever they do to it, and then I'm going to actually end up walking in that shop and buying calamari. So there's an idea, okay, that, that you create a fence for yourself, a personal fence, in order to strengthen yourself in an area that you have a particular challenge in.